You're listening to Only Here for the Wi-Fi. Hey, hey, hey. Episode 91 with Diligent Fingers coming out of the UK. Drum and bass MC. Crazy, crazy man. I met on Clubhouse, funny enough, of all of all things. Met this dude on Clubhouse and was blown away by some of his music. And even more so by his story. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody uh, in the game for over or around two decades. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking to learn myself some things about, you know, making drum and bass, the, the jungle scene, how things are going on in the UK, all that craziness. And uh, you know what it is, man? There was one track that just got me blown away and I actually shared it with MC Jin. This right here. We're just waiting for homie to get in. Oof. Dirty. Oh, man. So, yeah, everybody, listen, you know, um, Today's interview is going to be uh, a little bit of a learning experience. I, by all means, as per usual, I want you to submit some questions. You know what I mean? Um, hit them up. Not in the comment section, though. Please, not in the comment section. But instead, do the, the question bubble thing. That way, people can hear and see your questions. What up, Sarah? We got Sarah in the house. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. Firas, what's good? Richie, Richie, the birthday boy, you know, the big 3-0, what's good? Thank you for tuning in to today's show. We're just waiting for Dilly to get in, man, you know? Brap, brap, brap. You know, another crazy thing, man, I gotta tell you, homie's got a... A new EP coming out on the 9th of April. Yeah, man, the Digital Marmalade featuring your boy and a few other people doing uh, doing some lyrics, doing some singing. And that's coming out on the 9th of April real soon. Hey, hey, Chateau St. Thomas was good. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. Uh, listen, you know, you you in for some things. If you into drum and bass, if you're into that, like, um, you know, that funky goodness, you're in for a good time. I got a message homie and be like, where you at, son? All right, homie's a little caught up right now, but it's all good. We get to hang out together, you know what I mean? We get to hang out together. You want to go? Somebody has sent a request to go live. I don't know if they still want to do that. Hey, you know what? Let's just roll the dice, see what happens. Let's see what happens with Fidas. This is going to be cool, guys. We're doing that chat roulette thing, you know what I mean? Doing that chat roulette. 
Hey, hey, dilly, dilly dilly in the house. Thank goodness. Let's. I'm going to cancel the request with, with the homie because <laughs> we were going to do the chat roulette thing, man. So kind of save me on that one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get him in. Let's get him in on the chat. Haha, <laughs> what's good, man? Howdy, 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 howdy. How you doing, <laughs> I'm super pumped to have you, dude. I'm so glad you could make it. And, you know, time zones, time zones and everything, man. We here, we're, we're live and correct. We're about it. We're about it. We're here. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? You okay? You good? Man. Uh, yeah, man. You know, I got to tell you, things are uh, picking up. It's, you know, a new month. I get that fresh drive to get all, you know, get all my, all the things I ain't been doing for, I don't know what, the end of the first, the end of the first quarter. Yeah. 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 Like, it's been officially... In the UK, it's been officially a year. It's been officially a year of lockdowns and COVID craziness and stuff like like. And now it looks like we're finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and things are starting to look up and stuff. So, Hell yeah. yeah, man, it's good. It's good. It's good. Hell it's yeah. Shining over here and everyone's smiling a bit more, you know, like. Yeah, man. It's good. It's good. <laughs> I mean, I can't say the same thing about where I'm at right now. They they just announced that they were like, yo, we're doing another full lockdown. But I mean, hey, listen, you know, at this point, don't really matter, huh? Like, don't really yeah. matter, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. I actually saw a friend of mine just recently uh, got an, an arts grant. They just like qualified or whatever for an arts grant. You know, the Canadian government been doing some cool things for artists. Um, you know, have you been um, have you been tapped into any kind of relief? Have has has the UK been uh, hooking it up for the local artist scene? For the local, for the for um, I, I know that there's been a lot of problems in regards for the local artist scenes in the UK. I've not necessarily been affected by it myself because um because of the situation that i'm in in terms of my mental health like when it comes to funds and stuff like that like i'm kind of covered in regards to like i'm, I'm on what you would call state benefits okay kind of thing and that like i'm, I'm in, actually set up in a place that is set up for people with mental health difficulties and things like that so you know um it's kind of in kind in terms of like income and things like that is that's not really been a worry but i have been seeing um a lot of my like fellow friends within the music scene do you know what i mean like, yeah applying for these kind of things and like I, I suppose the shame of it all is it's kind of like it's all first come first serve do you know what i mean so yeah, if you know I mean, about the information then cool if you don't know about the information and you're or you're a bit late then you look at the draw kind of hindsight 2020 man hindsight 20 <laughs> i mean straight up even i was like okay so check this out right i mean you know your boy been in the middle east for fucking ever and now mm -hmm. i'm here back home in canada i'm starting to do my own music thing and mm -hmm. um <laughs> you know so i got this new bassist right we all working together he's got his own project and he quality he, he bro he didn't even say that he applied for a grant why didn't you tell me to apply you know what i mean so i'm like but it's all good it's all love it's all you know there's another round there's another yeah. round coming up and uh it's all good but yeah yeah man you know 
it's interesting. Uh, thank God for, you know, the, the Canadian government, I guess another, you know, Commonwealth, we all in this together, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, they, they've been taking care of people. They make sure that the artists, cause I mean, you know, so much and funny enough, actually, this is kind of interesting. Um, there's a annual festival called blues fest that happens here. Okay. Now, obviously because COVID, but, but, but whatever, you know, they're doing it via streaming. Okay. But the way that they're, the saving grace is they're collaborating with hotels. So the, 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 the festival is now called room service. So you actually book a hotel room with whomever, right. And you, and you get to stream only at those select hotels. So kind of, kind of saving the hotel industry and also doing it up, you know, for, for, uh, for musicians and shit. So kind of cool. That's, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. That's actually a brilliant idea. I will say what's been, what's been happening over here and I've got to give people credit for their gumption and their, you know, like their determination to get these things done. But a lot of actual streaming studios have like started popping up. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like either home main street at home homemade streaming studios or they've got themselves an apartment office, office building or anything like that and done it up and you know, to like kind of like um it's kind of like private studios. Fuck yeah. But I yeah. mean, like all official and stuff, right? Because so it's so it's yeah. like it's like kind of cool, but also low key, you know, yeah. not. <laughs> Man, you know, uh, that see, this is something that I wish I could relate to. It's it's like somewhat of a a romantic era, right? And I think I, I mean I think I read somewhere, not read, yo, because I'm be lying. Uh, no, I I was digging through your YouTube archives and uh your family i think it was your was it your mother who was into or your your dad who was into uh setting up pilot uh, pirate radio stations uh setting up sound systems setting up sound, sound systems. systems so my mom my mom was on pirate radio stations like buzz 88 fm and things like that she was she was called monday munchies and she would play roots reggae like all sorts of like reggae music dancehall and stuff like that do you know what i mean and it was my stepdad that was into like making the speaker boxes the like tuning the amps and stuff like that damn valves and like dub sirens and stuff like that it was him his his sound was a um, top of top sound and that like and his, his dj they was top of tops to it like like it was mad it was mad and these were the things that like they were doing as i was growing up and they just surrounded me with music basically mm, yeah <laughs> throughout all, the, all of my childhood but yeah yeah it was my dad building set um setting up um, sound systems and it was my mom actually djing on some of these radio stations private private radio stations back in the day that's wild so i mean like um what is it okay so i mean like you know this is a culture that is not so familiar in the middle east is not so familiar yeah. um i mean uh I don't know. It's it's not familiar to me. Okay. Maybe mm -hmm. before my time or whatever. So like, how does one, like, what is, do you know, like what's entailed with, uh, creating a pirate radio station? Is it like you, you take over an FM frequency? Like how, what, what the fuck? Basically you get the equipment, you find the transistors, the antennas, you, you basically have to make this stuff yourself do you know what i mean so right like i think right in the beginning you would just find anything that would be able to conduct a signal 
do you know what I mean? And then you would have to like find a transistor, um, a transistor um, and have one transistor um, with the generator for where you're actually going to play, but have the other transistor that's with the aerial on a tower block as far as close to you but as far from you as possible so if you get if you get caught by the police they can't take all your equipment and most importantly they can't take your antenna do you know what i mean and stuff like that like i never got to actually be part of like the making of all that kind of stuff but i remember i remember i would come to um um i would go to like beehive and um there was a private uh, radio station there and i remember like um wilf a guy called wilf like oh we've just come down from the tile block man it was dodgy like police <laughs> were just around the corner and stuff about it. like you've had to climb up to the tile block yeah yeah but the antenna's up the antenna's up let's go let's go <laughs> that's like, wild like, let's roll and stuff so yeah in the beginning it was it was very sort of makeshift very like you're well, you're not gonna you're not gonna let us in so we're gonna build it ourselves kind of thing do you know what i mean in the beginning and then a lot of these private station stations because they became so popular and stayed consistent um they've got actually got to the point where they become official and stuff so um i think it was i think it was something at our oh, 106.4 or something like that station um, um in the beginning they are now unity radio a fully fledged manchester like community station wow. stationed in the same buildings as the bbc offices in manchester so like they're in contact with bbc workers and stuff like that and i think they've just secured another 10 years of being an official FM station in Manchester. And it came from broken antennas to now fully official, fully fledged, everything. You know, it's amazing. Yeah. That is yeah. amazing. Well, I mean, you know, you know, when there is a enough people, a, a big enough movement, you know what I mean? And of course, you know, it, it's something that, you know, uh, let's say like rave culture and some of these these things that exist, you know, uh, particularly in the UK that others have taken from, have have tried to do, tried to emulate. Um, you know, you're somebody who's been in this for, you know, 20 plus years, you know, yeah. uh, which is like crazy, mad respect, um, you know, for everything that you've been doing for hip hop and production, even teaching like yeah youth work youth work creative writing trying to like teach like like young kids um pre- like middle teens pre uh, middle teens into old teens um how to get into you know djing and creative writing even a little bit of like basic graffiti and stuff like that we were actually also also doing that through unity radio um they they actually had a youth work side of the radio station as they were building things up um and that and we did it all on a double decker bus so we would go around <laughs> on the bus to like different communities different areas and communities like post up in the park and then we would just have the kids come up onto the bus we would have dj decks downstairs and then i would take some of the kids upstairs to like do creative writing and things like that but yeah man yeah Yo, man. I, low key i don't think i ever been on a double decker bus bro i ain't <laughs> you know it's like unicorn, but I mean, you know, one day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you, if you ever get a chance to come over here, then yeah, definitely. For sure, absolutely. <laughs> you know, um, you know. Well, that's amazing, and I mean, in a, in a lot of ways, right? Like, you know, because of um, your extensive 
um, experience and your, you know, your involvement in drum and bass and hip hop and, and everything like that, you know, you are an essential tool for cultivating the next and bringing up the scene, right? Because in order for, for the scene to stay healthy, right? Like, I mean, that's one thing that I found that like, you know, there are some people who keep shit to themselves, right? And they're just like, no, oh, they keep everything to themselves and they're not trying to help, you know, yeah. give back. And again, I just want to give you props, man, for giving back to the thing that you love. You know what I'm saying? Um, Thank you, man. Respect, dude. No, for real. And you got, hey, you got something coming out on the 9th of April. What's this? What? what digital marmalade. What? Okay. What is the story behind this beauty? <laughs> digital marmalade is the new four track ep coming from a uk producer called heist um heist is legendary um been in the game um longer than me like he and another person who gives back as well as being a dj producer he teaches he teaches production he teaches the art of producing music as well but he's a sound engineer so he helps producers to get their sounds where they want it um, by teaching them by providing those kind of services for people um as, even to go as far as he was the engineer for goldie if you've ever heard of goldie, okay like drum and bass like he was his goldie's engineer for like a good 10 years do you know what i mean like that's 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 mental like one of the pioneers of drum and bass absolutely it's the sound engineer for him and stuff so but yeah so it's something so with that being said it's an honor and amazing to actually work with this guy yeah 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 <laughs> like yeah like it um it's a four track ep called digital marmalade coming out on their heist and benny collab's new label liquid lab um yeah man it's just full of funk and soul and love and <laughs> absolutely you know contentment compassion like yeah man it's well, a beautiful person. man you got such a nice voice dude you just have that thing that just like fits in the mix and it just like it's instant i don't know i, I fuck with you big time man respect <laughs> i'm telling you the moment that you share like okay so full rewind hold up hold up let's do that Woo! thing right right hold up <laughs> where, where is the thing oh shit you know Okay, so we met up. We met up on Clubhouse, and uh, at the time, it was uh, you. You and Pavan just like you know showed up in a room, and he was like, "Yo, this is uh, my dude Dilly," and I was like, "What? Who, who is this guy?" Right? And and he's uh, and and I think you shared that that uh, Dutty like a Bumbo uh, remix, yeah. and my yeah. life done changed, bro. Like honestly, I went into a deep dive, and I was like, "Yo, this dude, wow." You know, and in in the power of Clubhouse, dude, the, the types of people that you meet, you oh, know. Oh, oh my God! Like, like, like Peter, Peter, like, oh, all those people in that group. Um, Pavan himself, like Pavan, he runs a label called Foreign Currency, and I've met so many people just through him. Do you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. I get like. He, it was him who brought me into that Clubhouse group with yourself. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, and I didn't. The mad thing about that was like. We'd never really spoken before that point, like properly, properly. We'd right. never really, really spoken before that point. And he brought me in the group and he was, and for him to be turned around and be like, yo, this is my boy Dilly. He's like a wicked DJ, wicked producer and stuff. And we'd, we've not even properly talked, talked like at that point. And then, well, I mean, real recognize real dude that's all you can say you know it you doesn't know? take doesn't take long until you're like oh shit okay we with a real one now 
Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and he's definitely a real one. He's definitely a real one. But yeah, because of him, I met you. Now we're doing this podcast. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's crazy, but 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 things just you know pop up like that, and that's oh, beautiful, yeah. you know. And, and who knows? Maybe even collaborations down the line. Your boy done gone and got some things. I low key still have to send you those those stems. Yeah, because uh, yeah, you did play me some music in that session as well. I did. Ah, you know, I, you I, the instrumentation. <laughs> and just don't go on like you ain't done. You ain't done some bitches. <laughs> yo man i'm trying to stay in my lane you know i mean listen i'll venture out but sometimes i get worried you know but uh, i don't know you know it's interesting sometimes how the mind fucks with you dude in terms of your art your craft how to like how to package it the whole like i mean like i love the creation phase of things right yeah. i love creating and then when it comes to the marketing shit i'm just like bro can we not though can't just can we just like and then it happens you know what someone else do it can you, know? you do it can you yeah. do all that stuff could that so i can stay here and just create <laughs> yeah i gotta say, fucking right? make your satanic shoes for people to get news you know what i mean i got like i got a new track out here's a satanic ritual i just did hey maybe listen to my song you know it's like what the fuck well and now they're getting sued for it yeah uh, oh i'm sure i'm sure it's like uh what is it like monty python tis but a scratch <laughs> you know i don't i don't think he needs to worry about nothing man but um listen real quick though you know, you mentioned, you know, foreign currency, you know, you're putting out this thing with, um, with Jim Heist, you know, mm -hmm. with Liquid Labs. Um, mm -hmm. Are you still operating under Spinal Records? Yeah, that's still there. That's still there. So anything that, like, I feel that I just want to put out myself or sometimes it might be music that doesn't eventually reach a label or do you know what I mean? Sometimes it might be just music from somebody else who hadn't been able to find a home for there. So I'll try my best um, and put it out on that platform. I've not right. done that for a while and that, but yeah, I've still, I've still at the moment, it's just for like sort of Spotify. Um, yeah. Spotify and Apple music releases and stuff like that. But my profile seems to be building at the moment. So as my mm -hmm. profile builds and I can, like actually start using that as a platform for other people to be able to get on like Pavan has, do you know what I mean? Right. Like that's definitely, that's definitely, that's something that that's in the pipeline. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, like, shh. I, I, you hear about this all the time, you know, I mean, like um, artists creating their own label, uh, you know, not relying anymore so much. I mean, it's great to do collaborations and, and stuff like that and, and mm -hmm. like cross label collabs and whatnot. Um, mm -hmm. But what does it take? to start a label? This is a question that you end up hearing a lot about. Is it something particular in the UK? Like, I, I don't know, but I mean, I'm interested to hear. I, I ended up learning twofold in that because I said Spinal Records was like initially set up like because I thought that I knew enough <laughs> right. to run a label and, that, and I quickly found out that I didn't you need you need a mailing list you need contacts you need at least a, a, an audience to be able to send your music to as a label right. so there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that you have to build up before you actually set up the label and launch the label you have to have 
it's good to it's good to start off with a really good mailing list do you know what i mean email list or contact list of people whether it's fans whether it's other artists whether it's people like with just in the industry it's exactly good to have yeah that 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 um that mailing list of people that that initially you can send your music out to and then hopefully it will go across from there then there's the marketing side of things and that which is videos like even if it's just not even like a music video but just a content video a splash video to say this releases out and stuff like that then you've got now in this day and age now you've got to do the different types of videos for snapchat TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Everyone, yeah. <laughs> Everybody content creating, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which, you know, hey, uh, it's a hustle. It's a grind. You know, uh, psh, r- f- fucking respect to smartphones, dude, changing the game in many ways. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, what used to be something that we would need to hire some crazy dude, you know, you get one of them like uh, Osmo, you know, the Osmo, mm-hmm. mo- uh, like the, the gimbal thing and a yeah, good phone. Gimbals. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Depending on mm-hmm. how, you know, depending on how gritty you want to be, unless you're trying to do like a Skepta video, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but anyhow, mm-hmm. um, oh, did they? no, that's the beauty of it now. Like, like, any any vision, ev- any artistic vision is viable now. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. It doesn't have, everything doesn't have to be 24 frames per second filmed on the most expensive camera in the most expensive studio. Like people are making amazing v- music videos just off Android phones. Never mind iPhones, Android phones. Like do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The most simplest cameras is, uh, th- th- that you could possibly have, but if you've got the vision and the creativity to still create a story out of it, like, oh, it's amazing, man! It's amazing. Yo, just respect and shout out to uh, Motive DMB uh, UK. Thank you, everybody who's tuned in to this live right now. And uh, you know, I just want to to put it back to y'all. Um, if you want to ask Dilly or myself any questions, by all means, hit that question bubble. All right, we're gonna do a Q&A in another five minutes or so. So for real, like, I mean, if you hear and you got some questions, hit us up, man. Like you part of this, you know, I don't want you to just be like sitting around looking at two dudes talking. We trying to, we're trying to fuck with y'all too. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To actually with you guys as well. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, you know, look, there are a lot of things that with a label, you know, in terms of publishing, in terms of all mm-hmm. that, like bureaucratic, like, you know, uh, your rights, you know, being as a label with an address, you know, a PO box. I don't know what, yeah. you know, these types of things that maybe some people are sleeping on and like half of their publishing rights is going away well the way this thing the way this thing is like for the longest time like i fought against that side of stuff i just want to create i just want to create like that's that's kind of like why i set up like spinal on Bandcamp because it was so much easier to be able to just sort of distribute myself through there rather than having to pay more money to another publisher or another distributor and with their own rules on what music should be how it should be how it should be packaged and that right. i wanted to cut out as much of these middlemen as possible so i could put out my art and my friends art the way that we want it to Mm. but it was at the, at that at that time it was it was all it all came from well we ain't got the money so we're just going to do it ourselves like we're never going to reach like tommy boy or def jam or do you know what i mean we're not we're not going to get there so let's just do it for us and for the right. longest time 
that's how it was. It's only in like say the last sort of three or four years that I'm starting to really start to see and learn about the the more like industry side of things and stuff like that, how to package myself. The fact that regardless of the music, I myself am a brand. Absolutely. I am a brand. It's not just the music, it's everything outside of the music. What what the clothes that I wear, who I speak to, who I move with, and yeah, all man. that kind of stuff. I mean, dude, so much has changed since since two thousand and six. Since Instagram. Mm-hmm. Since mm-hmm. Facebook. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I wish bro, I wish I was where I'm at now back then. You know yes. what I mean? I wish that I knew what I knew now back then and and jumped on. And that's why, like, when, when the clubhouse thing came on, I was like, yo, I got to get on this. Low-key, yeah. not going to lie, kind of hated on TikTok for a little bit, a little too much. I was like, the way they marketed with, you know, people dancing and just doing duets and stuff, I was like, what the fuck? What yeah. am I going to do with this? Ugh. Yeah. You know? And then you, you start to see the other sides of TikTok. And it's like, oh, there's a gaming TikTok. There's right. an anime TikTok. There's a martial arts tiktok like yeah oh, this is all right this actually. yeah 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 there's, there's a drum and bass tiktok like <laughs> tiktok djs so who like do that. you follow like who do you follow on on tiktok who's your like what was your go-to couple of tiktokers i'm still i'm still like i'm still searching for like the creators uh on there angry reactions guy yeah yeah amazing he is absolutely amazing um there are a couple of like break dancers body poppers that i do follow on there that are just so fluid and smooth and it's like oh my god you just look sick <laughs> yeah like, like, oh dude up. those videos of those guys doing stuff like defying gravity and stuff like what are you doing oh defying god. gravity like that i tried to bro okay i want okay boys not exactly the lightest dude okay i got a little bit of weight on me right yeah <laughs> and uh huh wow so you know i'm trying but i you know, I, I dance okay i can dance i can move Bro, I was trying to do one of those things where you're you're on your point of your foot and busted up my shoe just like that. The the side of the shoe just blew up. And I was like, okay, there goes like, you know, 90 bucks. You know, (laughs) there goes like 90 bucks. I was like, all right. Jordan? No, 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 no. I was rocking like some vans or or whatever, some just basic guy you gotta you get i think there are particular types of shoes that have like a, a stronger build that you know you could do that you, you can't be doing that in converse you know what mm. i mean you blow out your converse or yeah. whatever you know <laughs> but yeah yeah but you bust out your foot you bust out your foot trying to do <laughs> trying to do the points that <laughs> trying to do the michael jackson yeah i was just trying to moonwalk you know what i mean trying to moonwalk and they're like no bitch Blah! you know <laughs> but um you know so you you mentioned you know gaming you mentioned you know watching stuff on tiktok and whatnot i know that in and and creating content and all that you know i've been particularly enjoying watching you freak out on the alien isolation um you've been yeah you've been uh you've been content creating and, and gaming uh for some time now like tell me what like what got you into that if I'll be the realist of the real, mental health. Yeah. I was in a really, really, really low place when I got back into gaming. And that um, um, a girlfriend at the time, her mum had got a new mobile phone and it came with an Xbox 360. 
at the time. She was just like, oh, do you want this? Like, yeah. I'll, she I'll, got a I'll phone that came with an Xbox? Yep. Yeah. We have mad deals like that over here in the UK. Wow. Like, if you get this, you know, top range phone, then you can get a gaming <laughs> console with it. As yeah, well. yeah. When it first comes out, um, I think it was just, um, um, a Microsoft phone, which okay. makes more sense, kind of thing. Sure. Um, <clears throat> A couple of years. Later, <laughs> yeah, yo, they were they were taking an L. Yo, they had to sell the fucking phone so hard. They were like, yo, we will give you a Microsoft phone if you just we'll give you an Xbox. <laughs> but yo, just use the goddamn phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll take Please the take L. It. Just <laughs> we have too much stock. Please take. The yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> but it was like. Um... Two years later, our relationship broke down. Um, a really traumatic situation did um, like it happened, and it was really like the PTSD at the time. I didn't realize it was PTSD, but the PTSD was really starting to come in and really take over the brain. And I found myself alone, and I had the Xbox. Mm. Uh, there was a there was a game called Destiny. That was a free trial on there. Do you know what I mean? And because I didn't have money at the time to, you know, get the full game and stuff like that. And I, I played the trial. I loved the game. I was like, All right, I've got to get the proper game. Got the proper game, and I just played it. I just played it, and like this guy like joins my fire team. This Irish guy just joins my fire team. He's like, Oh, are you doing? Do you know about this game? And I'm like. And I've just got it, like, you know, like, I didn't even know you could talk to people on here. Like, this is how they were so disconnected from gaming. Like, I'm just right. playing games for games. Like, it's a Super Nintendo. Like, like there's no, I, I didn't really, like, know you could talk to people. I didn't know you could, like, do, like, group activities with people from the other side of the world and that. So I'm like, where are you from? I'm from Ireland. And I'm like, okay. And, like. Him and somebody else ended up opening this whole new world to me. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm, I'm a very animated person. I'm a very sort of zany person. And they were like, yo, you should get on YouTube and start doing like gaming videos on YouTube. I'm like, what? Like, you could do gaming videos on YouTube? And, like, and then that was a new rabbit hole. Like, oh my God, all these gamers, PewDiePie. And, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Before, even at, and this was at a time when PewDiePie was just building up. He wasn't even at the stage that he was at. And it was this whole, and then there's this the, the YouTube gaming community that you can enter into. And so for me, it was like I'm alone. My head is all over the place. And through meeting these people that I've I've never met, like I still speak to these people now. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I've I've still never met them. Or no, I've met one actually, but. You know, in like eight, nine years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you built community, man. This was like a, this was an island of refuge for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I can a hundred percent totally really only on the on the other way actually mm -hmm. it's funny because you know you're talking about mental health and like you know okay so you know my boys will be at the house and they would be playing battlefield and at the time yeah. right at the time I think it was battlefield three okay and uh at the time I was going through a breakup and as I'm breaking up, right, and experiencing that whole thing and, and going through this difficult time in my life, I associated that game with the break. So I would get nauseous anytime right. there was like this game going on. This was my kind of like feeling like, oh, no, I can't fuck with no, 
you know, I can't fuck with this game anymore, man. Yeah. It makes me think things, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually I got, you know, I overgrew it. But it's amazing that you say that you built... Okay, full disclosure, internet connectivity is a bit of a challenge in the Middle East, right? Not all of them, because, you know, Saudi, for example, they like one of the top fucking gaming countries in the world, right? They're the ones... They're the ones who are like, you know, entering these crazy ass competitions and they got nothing to do anyway because they're in Saudi <laughs> and what the fuck is there to do other than play games, right? So, um, you know, it's it's interesting how they'd be like, yeah, tackling that um, that whole like sector or field and, and really being proficient. You know, you would hear about like uh, the Koreans being really great at StarCraft, I don't yeah. know if you ever fuck with StarCraft, for example. You know, we going yeah. back. You know. I've seen videos. I've seen videos of people doing some mad stuff in StarCraft. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, that's, see, that's like, I mean, I enjoy, I would enjoy playing StarCraft, but it's also like a little bit too strategy for me. I just want to like, you know, have fun and just yeah. pass the time not being like, okay, and we're going to go from the Northeast. And, and, and the, you know, there are people sometimes who get on, you know, they get on the, on the games and they're not joking. Like we we're fucking doing this. You hear me? And they're just like way too gassed. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're coming in with a battle plan and shit. It's like, oh what? my god! Oh no! It's, it's, it, it, no, it's seriously. It gets like that on Destiny too. It's like, right, we've got this six man raid. Right, have you got the right weapons? Have you got this rocket launcher? No, right, you can't. You can't do the raid. You need the right rocket launcher. Go away, yeah. grind, get enough tokens to get the rocket launcher, then come back so we can. Like, people are not ramping. When yeah, it comes to some of these games do it. Well, I mean, especially if you're part of a clan too, right? Because there's like mm-hmm. gaming clans and and yep. um yeah this I mean, gaming full-on date gaming like six thousand member discords and do you know what i mean and stuff <laughs> like that really and truly like but yeah man but yeah it was through it's through that that i found like gaming and the reason why it didn't carry on for a bit was because like i realized that my setup that i had like broken down imac 2012 like <laughs> do you uh, know what I mean like it wasn't it wasn't working it wasn't working for it's taxing it down yeah it's taxing it on your system you yeah know? man so like especially the ed- editing side of it and stuff like that so now bringing it back it was like right I've got a new webcam I've always wanted to play this game and stuff like I did a bit of like scary game playing <laughs> like back then but it was it was that bad <laughs> It was that bad that I could not carry on. And I was thinking back to it, it was like, but people really enjoyed it. But I was having a heart attack and I was like, right, I'm a bit older now. I should be able to handle. Nah, <laughs> nah yo, those, those games still get you, dude. They still get oh, you. Especially oh that alien God. game too, man. That That's just like all, um, you know, like jump scares just high tension the whole way through man it's it's really it's it's fun watching you man it's fun watching well, you do your thing yeah because i can i can be on here i'm all cool and yeah i've got the voice i'm a musician stuff like that as soon as i've got as soon as i think an alien is going to creep up on me whilst i'm trying to fit put in a code for an elevator 
all that street cred goes out of the window. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Please, please, please don't kill me, Mr. Alien Man. Like, I'm doing all these things that I just don't do normally because I'm playing this game. Like, it's great. It's great. And what's what's great about it is like because of how easy things are now with technology and, and that like it's 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 easy it's comfortable it's something that's comfortable it's not something that i'm i'm putting on or anything like that i'm genuinely scared in these games but i know people enjoy it so let's, yeah. let's, let's share it with these people well hold up have you ever done for example and okay hold up uh jihan uh in the crowds is saying pt scariest game oh i've not played pt but i've heard so much about it it's like um, it was supposed to be a sequel for Silent Hill. Okay. Played Silent, Silent Hill is just ridiculous. Yeah. Scary. Like, I, I, I just can't go near it at all. I just can't go near it. I was in, um, uh, I'm like a Sony player, so I was doing Outlast. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was doing Outlast, Outlast 2. And after a while, I just became like somewhat of a psychopath. I was like, bring it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't even give a shit. I was like, yeah, you're going to come through and do those jump scares? I don't give a shit. I was just like, you know, you know, the Lord is upon us. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know? I couldn't even get past the first part. Of that. <laughs> I couldn't even turn on the generator. I could not turn on the generator. I couldn't find the second button. I was that. I was that like anxiety and fear and yeah. hysterical like like no i couldn't do it I there's another it. game right there's another game that it's like the more that you look at the enemy or the person the the, the monster you mm -hmm. i think it's called like amnesia i think it's called amnesia yeah i've heard about that. right and I've you start going like <laughs> and you start going crazy and it's all about hiding and stuff yeah man crazy crazy mm -mm. crazy but my question to you was gonna be have you ever like for example dropped an exclusive or like spun your music through your stream as your you know to like kind of you know have you ever done that no no bro no, actually like like again because it's going it's coming straight through the actual console rather than being through like a pc and all that streaming setup like i've never really had the chance but it's something that's been suggested to me loads of times yeah. it's like well it's it's my music there's no copyright issues like that's actually kind of <laughs> interesting i'm interested to know about your setup and has like has your has your music production station stayed relatively the same all these years or have you like leveled up certain things? Cause some people yeah. they, they're like, no man, I'm doing it. You know, the fucking this old school way. I don't give a shit. I get your, get your machines and your, uh, your trigger pads and whatever bullshit out of here. I'm doing it fucking the OG way, you know? Well, that was, well, that was it. Like the OG way when I started was, the, the the trigger pads and the hardware simps and, and stuff APCs. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The MPCs, the APCs. Oh, APC, yeah. MPC. Pardon, pardon yeah, me. Yeah. MPC no, two thousand. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. MPC two thousand, three thousand, the sixty, um, and then the Digitac started to come through the electrons and stuff like that. Um, so when I was starting in terms of hip hop, I started in school, and that like. Like I was some teachers in my high school I had problems with, so they would just kick me out of class sometimes. Fuck and then, you know, like I would go every time I was in the, my music class, my teacher would always notice when it came to theory 
um, music. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't that great. And one day he was just like, yeah, come in here, mate. Go in the studio, like, there's a keyboard, there's a computer, sound modulator, you know, see what you can do in that, like, about an hour later, I'd more or less recreated um, the beat for Wild for the Night by Buster Rhymes and the Flip Mode Squad. Nice. And stuff. And he was just like, oh, okay. So you've got an ear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whenever I got kicked out, he would just throw me into the studio. and just like, yeah, do what you're doing and stuff, really. Um and then when it when it when I came out of school, in terms of my setup, I started off like by building my own PC um, and collecting parts and studio pieces over time, and that. And then when I got more into like production and needed a more stable station, that's when I got into the Macs and got like an iMac and things like that. I got bigger speakers, more tuned speakers for music production rather than using hi-fi speakers and mm. an old like an old amp um, and things like that like but they're all things that you end up learning over time like my studio now is literally a set big set of speakers small set of speakers my sound card my iMac a MIDI keyboard my Akai Akai MP, MPD pads that I've had for 15 years now right <laughs> nice I mean? and, you know, I'm I'm gonna start getting back into buying pieces of hardware because I have bought pieces of hardware. But then when it comes to, am I getting anything out of this piece of hardware? A month or two down the line, I end up selling it on and stuff like. Mm. You know. Um, yeah, likewise, dude. I spent whoa too much money, whoa too much money on a compressor and preamp. I got yeah. a I got a Universal Audio seventy one uh, or sixty one seventy six or seventy one sixty or some whatever. I can't even remember the goddamn thing. It's not. I haven't used it in and forever. But at the time, yeah. it was like, yeah, we need this. And so, uh, yeah, I, I, like it was like three or four grand that I spent on this one particular out piece of outboard gear but you know yeah. as you can see this is like rock and roll land where it's like oh yeah, yeah we do this all the time son you know but yeah. well, well, that's the thing that i want to get more into like guitars bass guitars like actual instruments and mm. like the the equipment that's going to be good for recording those instruments so i am looking at like preamps what preamp what preamps are good for like bass guitar what preamps are good for pianos and stuff like that do you know what i mean you like, know there's a really interesting uh kind of breakdown especially for sound cards okay mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that like uh you know it's a it's a, a form of calculating what that sound card is worth and mm -hmm. it's like you take the number of inputs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you take the cost of the unit divided by the number of inputs, and that's mm -hmm. how much your preamp is worth. Hmm. So, like, yeah. So, if you have like uh, whatever, you know, like a thousand uh, dollar card, okay, and it's got, you know, and it's got uh, five preamps on it just for the sake of math because you boys duh. okay so anyhow i'm like, right? I'm like looking at mine like, <laughs> but it's got four preamps on it and i'm like right okay I right paid three, 350 pounds for that sound card four preamps Right, right, 350 divided by four. My, I'm not great. With exactly. Myself. Exactly. Exactly. In any case, like that's why I'm using this simple thing. But in any case, it's like, yeah, you probably have like a $200 preamp or, and a lot of the cases there and they end up being like $50 preamps, 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it, it really does make sense into, um, you know, investing in outboard gear or just getting like a mad way more (laughs) expensive uh sound card you know but that's again that's for people who are trying to get you know vocals they're trying to get um you know amplifiers and things like that or 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 whatever you know like i mean damn son another thing yeah uh, that i learned through my time in the studio is don't mix on good speakers Mix on shitty ass, poopy sounding, garbage ass speakers so that yeah. when they do go onto a good system, you're like, you know, obviously mm-hmm. having a flat signal is good, you know, yeah. but yeah, one of the uh, more popular speakers to mix on is that Aventone little cube. Oh my God. It's like 400 pounds for a pair. And it's like, and they sound like pair. ass. They sound like absolute <laughs> shit. It's just like, oh, like, yeah. do I really need to do that? Or can I just get a pair of hi-fi speakers, which most people are going to actually have, like bookshelf speakers or hi-fi speakers, stereo speakers. I ended up just doing that, just getting a pair of, a good pair of them to go yeah. with, like, my my M-Audio BX8s, 8-inch eight, eight cones. So I've got the big speakers for clarity, sub like sub frequencies high frequencies mid frequencies and then when i'm really at the end of like the actual mixing and getting close to the mastering process that's when i switch to absolutely like, the actual, uh, i mean valiant like, mc right. writes in uh you know uh that ill truth makes their lp on apple headphones and yeah i mean bro that's a, let's be honest you know people be listening to shit on their phones laptops and ear pods that's it i reference check everything on my the car headphones the car uh, yeah 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 if i had a car I'd yeah, the car. <laughs> yeah. But, but most people Apple be headphones. in the, in the yeah. cans man they're in the cans so mm-hmm. you know it's 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 kind of crazy too huh like i mean i remember back in the day i was like yeah i need to spend all kind of money on uh on mastering as opposed to spending the money on the mix or the production mm-hmm. or anything like that and then be like i don't understand it's just so many things that you learn along the ways that mm-hmm. you know but, the biggest um, thing that the biggest thing I've learned and I've learned is you could spend as much money on this, that, and the other as you want. If you don't understand why these pieces of equipment are doing what they do, like a lot of stuff, a lot of music that I make now, I'm using a lot of stock plugins rather than the plugins that I've spent 30, 40, 50, 100 pounds on. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I'm oh, using yeah. a lot of stock stuff because once you understand how these plugins work, you don't need to. It becomes more about, okay, what can that plugin or what can that piece of hardware actually do more for your sound? The character it gives the sound, the, do you know what I mean? Warmth, the crunchiness or this, that, and the other, you know? With that, mate. Once Absolutely. you know the process, Oh man, it becomes so streamlined and and just like boom, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, who, who would you say like if you could if you could give a shout out to some of your like you know the the people in the UK scene, Manchester scene, um, like you know who would you say are elevating or making you know underrated or under uh, appreciated uh, people in the in the drum and bass and and local scenes. Mm, I would say Motive, who was in there, who was in here before Motive DMB. I would say Zar, who actually he makes drum and bass, but he's just released a four-track EP 
which I feature on myself. So I'm realizing that it's turning into a bit of a shameless plug. But nah, <laughs> it's all about like, that. Yeah, there's Zar, there's a um, channel, there's a lot of younger producers in Manchester Zar channel. Um, uh, Kaz, um, a DJ that's just starting to produce, Seeker, um, Obscura, um, Abnormal Sleeps. Um, he, I wouldn't say he's that underrated. He's, he's starting to come up now and starting to get more recognition, but oh my God, he is sick. Um, definitely not underrated, but in, t- in terms of helping to elevate and like inspire the younger f- people that are coming through, DRS, definitely DRS. Um, Children of Zeus, um, definitely them in terms of Manchester soul music. Um, in terms of drum and bass MCs, Trigger MC, legendary. Mm. And the way that he's now changing um, his, uh, his, his, He's changing his focus from, you know, he came from a bad life and now he's using that bad life as a way to help others, do you know what I mean, through what he what he went through because he came from gang stuff, do you know what right, I mean, right. back, in, back in the UK and stuff. So seeing the way people are using their platform to be able to help and boost more people, um, oh, that I'm... You know when you start re- when you really start trying to think and all these names start rushing, but you can't actually pick up pick up. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, like, man. You know, look. It's great to do appreciation and shout outs and just like you know, um, you know, just giving respect to to the people doing good things. You know uh, what we do on social media. For me, it's really interesting to learn uh, about all different kinds of uh, cliques and circles, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, sound systems, although that really ain't really, uh, not really yeah, a thing right now. That's actually kind of an interesting, you know, like, okay. Grand Theft Audio. Grand Theft Audio. Grand Theft they're Audio. Label. Yeah, they're another label that's coming through. My boy Echidna is actually in here as well, so I'm glad I saw him because, yeah, another label that's been, bubbling through and bringing a lot of off-license recordings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is loads, there's loads, but yeah, man, underrated, but bubbling, coming through. Yeah, man, there's some, there's some good, good music coming out of Manchester. Yeah, Seriously. respect. So, like, what kind of, like, I mean, you know, we, we talked about, like, sound system not happening and, and, and lockdown and whatever. So, like, what kind of pro tips would you have for your younger self or for people to, like, you know, how to how to tackle this in a in a meaningful and, uh, and healthy way? Keep it fun. Keep it fun. Don't sweat the small stuff. I know people will tell you, you've really got to work on getting that snare right and that kick just right. And do you know what I mean? you've got to make it sound like this or follow a trend or people. There's so, there's, oh, you get into music and everyone is trying to help, but people will try and tell you, no, this is the right way to go or that is the right way to go. And I feel like, like now, a lot of experimentation is being lost. A lot of uh, you, you uh, originality is being lost because a lot of the time people just want to follow trends. And that, like for me, I just love creating for the sake of creating, experimenting, and 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 if it, I don't know. In the words of <laughs> in, the, in the words of Ghostface Killer, not bite anyone else's style. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, yo. Do you remember that video with Action Bronson when he was like sunning him, being like, keep you f- keep my name 
Out your mouth. Out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my He's god. He's got penny grass playing in the <laughs> Yeah. Bro, what a what a moment in history that was. Ooh. Oh boy. But yeah, no, like pro tip, which isn't really a pro tip. Keep it fun. Keep it um try and keep it as cl- as close to you and true to you as you possibly can. Don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to ask someone for help. Ask someone for feedback. And if you if you get feedback that like makes you feel a bit bad about yourself just take it as that's their opinion sure doesn't mean that it's not a reflection on you right yourself as a budding producer or singer or anything like that like don't get caught up in oh well it's like it's getting to a point where it has to start making something for me because then that can make it feel like a job like it's it's crazy because i'm yeah. probably in terms of success stories or anything like that, I'm probably the least uh, conventional artist. Don't diminish your history, son. I ain't about no. to listen to you fucking no. diminish some bullshit. I get it. You <laughs> humble. I get it. You humble. But at the same time, you're not fronting. You're not fucking going here being like, I'm the best goddamn fucking drum and bass man. <laughs> you know, it's... it's because it's like, it, it, it's like, like people will come to me like for advice on certain things. Like, oh, so what can I do to like get my drums better, get my drums sounding tighter, and this, that, and the other? And I'm like, I, I couldn't really tell you, <laughs> but I can yeah, point yeah, yeah. you in the direction. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, someone who could do that. But if someone wants to talk about conceptual ideas, like, oh, what can I do in terms of the arrangement? Like, what can I do to add? atmosphere and stuff like go out get a recorder go out record some stuff do you know what i mean record some different sounds and mess about with them and see what you can do do you know what i mean like yeah well i mean hold on you didn't you do like a sample pack like a vocal sample pack or or like some cool thing where like yeah what's the story about behind that because i mean if (laughs) that's kind of you being like hey maybe put me in your project right like let's do it (laughs) (laughs) it's funny it's funny you say that because, like, again, for the longest time, I was kind of like, mm, I don't want to do sample packs. I don't want to. You in the future now, bro. Like, you in the future. Yeah, like I don't want to give. I don't want to give away bits of my sound. I don't want people to use my vocals when you know what I mean. I've not authorized it. Like, it took a lot for Mad Rush to actually convince me to do this vocal pack because I'm like. I write songs, man. I write verses. I write yeah. bars, like and these. And I'm like I'm, with vocal packs, you have to do it in sections. So like eight bar, eight bar lines, four bar lines, one shots, like which I got really confused. Like, <laughs> okay, wait. Can you give me like a one shot? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yo. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, but I'm sat there for for like a half an hour, like. Like, yeah. yeah. Listen, yeah. Dilly. Uh, I didn't really like that. Yeah. Can you do that about four hundred more times, please? <laughs> so it was like it was a really mad sort of process to get my head around, um, and then talking about contracts and stuff like that. Like, yeah. People, people it's royalty free, so people will try and use my name and da 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 da. And like, eventually, I just got to the point of like, you know what? If it helps a kid, like I stopped thinking, 
these big people are going to get it and did it and started thinking no it's these new kids that are coming through and just need sounds need vocals to work with need something to inspire them and when i started thinking about it like that it was like yeah man giving back i saw it as a way of giving back do you know what i mean absolutely like like, like these people so yeah man but that's out now on by the producer (laughs) 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 fucking mad rush yeah man Big shout out to Madbrush for him, like, because it was his project at first, but and, and he brought me in on it, you know? So That's massive awesome. shout out to Madbrush. Yo, I want to be on a fucking sample pack. What the fuck, man? <laughs> you can do it. You can do it yourself. You yeah. Can do it yourself. I'm thinking about doing it myself soon as well, but more tailored. So, like, a more singing vocal pack, because this vocal pack is just full of all sorts really so like right doing like a tailored vocal pack where it's got soulful vocals on there and i can break down keys and mm. you know like layers and stuff like that yo low key yeah. though hey hey maybe consider start doing some of that calm shit right you could do like some you see that app calm where they, it's like guided meditation or reading books or something you can <laughs> you do audio tapes you just be like i don't i don't know if i've got the voice oh come on bro get out of here I don't, you definitely I don't do, dude. I listen to you. I'm like, mm. wow. Yeah, but, yeah, but then you watch my gaming videos. <laughs> I'm like, yo, Bradley, everyone, I get joke. <laughs> it works both ways, bro. Works both ways. You know, you could be doing some war stories. You could be doing, you know, it's not all, you know, it's not all yoga studio, yoga, dil- diligent fingers yoga studio pack you know i mean i mean speaking <laughs> I of i mean in your in your record history you had like what's that the the therapy mixtape oh the therapy sessions therapy the therapy sessions, sessions. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so that was a collection of just instrumentals of just instrumental um and instrumental beats like that i was doing it was literally it's crazy because it, it literally was therapy for me all of those projects came from being in a period, a really down period, and those, mm. that was the music that was made from it. Do you know what I mean? So they literally were therapeutic sessions for me. But yeah, that was just something that just came. And then the winters, the winter silt series, like Dill's Winter, Volume One, Two, and Three, they they were literally like challenges for myself. So from my birthday, thirtieth of November, until like when it's 10 tracks every two weeks, fresh written track, mm. do you know what I mean? Freshly recorded, da, 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 da. like over that. And sh- it should cover the course of the winter, basically. So that would be my winter, Dill's winter. Do you find that you write more when it, when it's like, the like, are there seat? Do you, you know, your creativity and shit, does it, it correlate to the seasons? Cause I mean, I'm somebody, I, it's like, I only come out mm-hmm. during the winter and, and, and fall. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Other than that, yeah. it's like, you know, I don't yeah. know what it is, man. As soon as the sweaters come on, I'm like, all right, let's make some fucking music, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 it, it, it is seasonal. It's definitely seasonal. Summertime, like, I'm more producing. In that wintertime, I am more writing, mm. and stuff, more reflecting, stuff, like, more, especially, like, I'm more reflective, more deep, more sort of introspective. Comp- yeah, introspective. That's it. Introspective. Yeah, you know, it. you know, you boy educated. You know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. shit. Well, all right. So, okay. So now we're gonna get into a little bit of a. You know, we're gonna rewind a little bit here and do a silly ass, uh, silly ass thing. Okay. Um, you know, we you gotta basically uh 
choose your top three, top three things. Okay. Uh, Okay. Top three, for example, uh, you know, rolling papers. OCBs, Raws, Rizla. Boom. Rizla Silvers, Rizla Silvers, OCB Rips, and Raw Organic Rizla Papers. All right. Top three streaming platforms. Netflix, Disney Plus, Prime. (laughs) 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 All right. Next level. Next level. Uh, Top three favorite music streaming platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of hate them all. I mean, I'm with you. <laughs> you know, my like old school, but yeah, it'll probably be. Oh, I'm sorry, Apple Music over Spotify. <laughs> Apple hey, Music man. over Spotify, and then if I really like, if I really find a piece of music that I really want high quality, like, but it's only in the digital format, then I'll go to Title. I'll definitely go to Title. Okay. Sorry, Google Play. Yeah. But yeah. I, I I ain't even on Android, so uh, this yeah. is gonna fucking. I don't I don't I I hate myself for asking you this question, but I mean, like, you might want to take a minute, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, your top three, like the records that you were most excited to buy. <sighs> oh, right. When you were like, oh my god, I got this fucking record. Oh, right. I think the fit. No, the first one was definitely. The coming by Bust by Buster Rhymes because when I when I discovered Buster Rhymes, oh my god, my world changed. Mm. I wanted dreads. He was so zany and out there compared to all the other hip hop that was out there. But yeah, so the coming by Buster Rhymes because I could get into a rant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then ah, oh, coming by Buster Rhymes, big bad and heavy. Uh, no, 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 no. Cy- the Cybertron album by Dillinger. Oh my God, that album is amazing. Mm. Drum and bass album is amazing. And you know what? The story so far by Children of Zeus. The story so far by Children of Zeus. And all of them I've got on vinyl as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, like, bro. By the way, we got Oras Opak, who's a legendary graffiti artist based out of Beirut mm-hmm. slash now Montreal. He's like, man, this dude is just like, psh, the stories this homie's got, you know? And he's just dropped an absolute classic album. The Jilted Generation, Prodigy, Jesus fire <laughs> yeah man uh you guys should definitely uh get in touch because i mean i know that you, you know uh, a lot of the hip-hop culture scene and, and and graffiti go hand in hand a lot of a lot of cool cats coming out of uh out of the middle east in terms of pushing the boundaries of of graffiti um yeah. you know of course they've learned from so many of the the greats coming out of the u.s coming out of europe um, but you know, they, they doing the thing, man, they, especially the Arabic calligraphy. God damn, man. Really yeah. fascinating stuff. And really fascinating stuff. In, get into more of that, the Arabic calligraphy. Cause I see it a lot and I like, I need to take time to actually understand like how it works. Bro, I hardly understand English calligraphy. You, want me, you know what I mean? Like I can't whole nother level, bro. <laughs> Hey, we got Chris Jor in the house, man. Speaking of, yeah. Chris Jor actually once upon a time was working with Quincy Jones, and uh, she's yeah, she's out in Miami. She's like uh, hooked up with Holophonic. 
she she did like some crazy um you know like dance hall track or whatever that was like featured on spotify's beast mode crazy nice. artist she got pipes bro if you're looking for a soul like like whatever man you guys need to speak pop arabia was good pop arabia you know Oh shit, man! What the fuck? This ha- oh, pissed me off right now. Pissed me off. <laughs> I tried to fucking do my thing. It wasn't even set up. Hold on. Pop Arabia. That's amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And then <laughs> did, did I do the free out? Did I do the free out? Please. Excited to buy. Yeah, did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, man, so, yeah. you did it. You you nailed it. You know what I'm saying? You nailed it. You dropped yeah, some yeah, heat. Yeah. <laughs> you dropped some heat, some knowledge. All right, now we're getting into some. You know, okay, I'm gonna ask you. You ever fuck with Lebanese cuisine? No, I've not had the chance to yet. All right, I've not had the pleasure. I'll to judge yet, you a little so. bit, huh? I'll judge you a little uh, bit, I, though. I, 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 uh, mm, letting me right, down, like, you know. Like I'm, I love my curry goat and rice a bit too much. But right, I right, right. Salt fish. Because I'm Jamaican, Nigerian. I yeah. know, like, I need to get on the jollof rice, actually, if I'm, like, Nigerian as well. Maybe. Yeah, man. Oh, shit, hold up. My fucking goddamn... I'm slacking in some areas. And I, I'll hold tight, Sarucha. I see you, girl. Yeah, man. Oh, shit. Hold tight. Damn, that's what's up. Yo, listen, it's all love, girl. You know what I'm saying? You know, you let us know when things go south with homie. You know what I mean? You let us know when things go south. We about it, you know? Hit up hit up Dilly, man. He'll be there real quick. You got them fucking magical fingers, you know? <laughs> You should start up di- di- Diligent Fingers Massage Parlor, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> You'd be like... <laughs> I've, had to, I've had like... I joined, I, joined, I joined one group, and as soon as I said my name, all of them started asking me how well do I play the bass. Oh, yeah. Ding, 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 and they ding, weren't ding, talking ding. about no instrument either. Like, how, how no, well you right. doing the bass? You know, how well you doing the bass, though, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. Nah. Oh, it's a shame I'm not actually a ladies man. You know I mean? but, oh, you but. know. <laughs> well, my dude, I, I gotta tell you, uh, I appreciate the hell out of you, dude. You're so fucking fun and just it's all love, man. Um do uh, you know, do come back on the on the podcast another time. Um <laughs> you know what I mean? Shout out anybody you wanna shout out, rep whoever you wanna rep, you know, I, I give it to you, my guy. Uh, well, I've got one of my two favorite singers that are in here, my Maria Marcia. Do it be Sahela that was in here before? Everyone down at Cold Lab Recordings, Liquid Lab, my boy Salvage Chadre, whole tight Mystic. He's just joined my like absolute beautiful energy brother. Like, like, oh, there's too many people, but everyone who's just got a pure heart, a pure soul. Do you know what I mean? In this thing, and it's, it's just getting through as best as you can because it's been a crazy year. It's been a crazy year and a bit. So, to you lot that are keeping your head still pushing forward, big shout to you lot. Big shout to you lot, most definitely. Respect, man. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Goddamn, man. I can't wait for your new EP. And until then, my guy, we're just going to keep this shit going. You got any jungle in?
That's what's up, man. That's what's up. All right, my guy. Be well, dude. Be well. Yalla. Salam. 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 All right, guys. That concludes today's episode. Episode 91, man. You can believe it. I've been doing this shit for way too long, but hardly long enough. Tomorrow, we got Eugene Haslam, man, the legendary venue owner of Zaphod and Bibelbrox coming out of fucking Ottawa, Canada. Homie, Dongon chopped off his dreadlocks, but, you know, I mean, whatever. He's old now, you know, he's he done grown up. But anyway, <laughs> that skit throwback was great. Oh, my God. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. You know, check us out. I got a whole lot of episodes that I need to edit and and post up on on Spotify and Apple Music and all that goodness. But uh, yeah, man, if you fuck with us, share this story, man. Show some love to Dilly, Diligent Fingers, man, and uh, peep that new album, Digital Marmalade, Marmalade. All right, Salam, Salam. <laughs> <laughs>